today. Heavenly Father, I just want to pray before we, we start the service. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you're, you do reign. You reign in all of us, Lord Jesus, those who have given our hearts and our lives to you. But those hearts that have not yet received you, Lord, may they hear you. May they receive your message of salvation and hope. And may they also allow you to reign in them. In Jesus' precious and mighty name. Amen. Amen. So today's message is regarding godly wisdom. And the key scripture to keep in mind today is Proverbs 9. Let's switch this on. Proverbs 9 verse 10. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. So what do we understand wisdom to be? Cambridge Dictionary defines it as the ability to use your knowledge and experience to make good decisions and judgments. And dictionary.com states it's the quality or state of being wise, knowledge of what is true or right, coupled with just judgment as to action, understanding, discernment, or insight. So is wisdom the same as knowledge? Not really. Knowledge is knowing facts about something normally gained from learning and study, while wisdom is how you would apply what you know and learn from experience to make sound or moral judgments. A quote from an online author. Knowledge is knowing what to say. Wisdom is knowing when to say it. As a married man, I can state that statement is true. They are linked by knowledge, and it's normally... They are linked, but knowledge is normally gained first, and then wisdom is then built on your knowledge. Wisdom is not about accumulating knowledge. It's about applying knowledge in life. So if this is what the world knows as wisdom, what does godly wisdom look like? Proverbs 8, verse 12. I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. The Old Testament sometimes talks about godly wisdom as a person, a teacher. In the New Testament, we see godly wisdom personified completely in our Lord, Saviour, Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30. God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy, and he freed us from sin. Through Christ's obedience and our union with him through his sacrificial redemption for us, through the Holy Spirit, we can share in his wisdom and share that wisdom with others. God's desire for all of us is for us to know him and for us to learn how to live a life with him. This is where godly wisdom comes into play. It is not enough to know God exists. Even the demons and our enemies know he exists. We need to know who he is, obey his will, and learn to live through and for him. As we see in our key verse for today, the fear of the Lord plays a major part in this. Having a fear of the Lord is paramount to receiving his wisdom. Proverbs 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Fear of the Lord is not about being scared of God, although he can be scary at times. It was showing awe, wonder, honor, respect, and reverence towards God, following him, avoiding sin, and living right before him. It helps you to fear nothing else in this world by trusting God in everything. And I think that's the message we're getting through the worship, through the spirit that's speaking to us at this moment in time, so hold on to that. There are five books classified as wisdom literature in the Bible, 
normally in the Old Testament, which have a focus on the fear of the Lord. These are Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Songs. However, Job, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes are much more godly wisdom focused. God's wisdom teachings continue throughout the New Testament via the Gospels and the book of James, notably. Godly wisdom is not like worldly wisdom. You cannot second-guess God about his wisdom. Who could have second-guessed COVID? Who could have second-guessed Trump being American president? He is the God who stretched out the heavens, flung the stars into place, and keeps the seas from overwhelming the land. Jeremiah 10, verse 12. It is he who made the earth by his power, who established the world by his wisdom, and by his understanding stretched out the heavens. His wisdom created us, one of the most complex and unpredictable creations ever to exist. We're wonderful, beautiful, but dangerous and wayward. His wisdom is powerful, but also unpredictable. How God goes about doing things and fulfilling his purposes continues to confound the intelligence and wisdom of mankind. He incorporates common sense. It's practical, sensible, and shows his great love, grace and mercy for all his creation. His wisdom provides us a choice of lifestyles and living profitable for God's glory, not only for ourselves, but our loved ones, our neighbours, and even our enemies. God's character and purposes are seen through his wisdom. We are all familiar with the five W's, yeah? In schools, you know what they teach with the five W's. These are who, what, when, where, and why. The who is God. The what is that he created us for himself to glorify him and provide our salvation. The when is before the beginning of time until now and forevermore. The where is right here in our lives and the lives of every generation. But the greatest question we will ask God is why? My best guess to this why question is because he loves us and because he can and he wants to. No matter what he does and what we go through, He does it out of love for us, through his blessing and provision, but also through his instruction and his discipline. How God does things is completely out of our control and understanding, but through his great and awesome wisdom, he works out greater purposes we could never imagine. Some may experience pain and hardship to come to this point, but as we know, some lessons learned are painful and costly, but we are better for them. A quote from a Wisdom for Living, for Right Living New Version Bible Plan. If experience is the best teacher, it can sometimes be the toughest teacher. Godly wisdom is not easy, but it's always the best thing for you and those around you. All things from God are good. Press in, receive, and be blessed by his wisdom. His wisdom bewilders us, and we may never know why certain things had to happen a particular way. But none of life and what happens in it is random, by accident or chance, but always part of a much bigger plan we cannot understand. We can draw strength and peace from God's wisdom. Much of the world's wisdom has originated from the words and principles shown in the Bible and is still relevant to us to apply today. So how do you find godly wisdom? His wisdom requires lots of prayer and patience to discern and grow in it. We also need to dig deeply into the word of God, the Bible, to mine out those rich nuggets of wisdom revealed throughout it. James 1 verse 5. 
If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Ask God for his wisdom through prayer, and he will show you how to ask and seek the source of all wisdom, God himself. And help us to apply that knowledge and wisdom to daily living. A knowledge of what? A knowledge of God through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the living word of God and he reflects God's wisdom. Apply what you've learned from the Bible and only be led by the Holy Spirit. God's wisdom comes to those who know, trust and follow him and learn from yours and others' mistakes. That's one thing as adults and kids will learn as well. Learn from others' mistakes. Don't keep making the same mistake other people have done. They've experienced it. They've told others, learn from it. Don't ignore it. Colossians 1, verse 9 to 10. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. The Holy Spirit helps us to understand and apply God's wisdom. Look at the Exodus when God gave Moses clear and precise instructions on how to build the tent of meeting, the tabernacle, and everything within it. God continues to impart his wisdom to mankind for the good of everyone and everything. Sadly, sometimes what we've learned from our wisdom, from his wisdom, is perverted into something it should never have been used for. God provided mankind skills to create and to use his hands, to build and make things. But sometimes what is made is not what God intended us to use that knowledge for. Romans 8 verse 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Trusting and following God's wisdom does not guarantee a problem-free life. But in the long run, if you truly give your whole self, mind, body and soul, to God, he will take you through the ups and downs that life will bring. You will receive the Holy Spirit to continue to unlock the mysteries of God's wisdom, to receive discernment to live a better life now and prepare for the life to come. God, the wisdom is acquired in a lifetime for a lifetime. But trusting in God is essential to this. So applying God's wisdom to ourselves and others is good for everyone. It keeps us out of trouble with God and those around us and pleases and glorifies God and shows his wisdom, love and character to this world. Earthly wisdom has been tainted, infected and weakened by our sinful nature. It is limited to what man knows at this moment in time. Godly wisdom is pure, merciful, gracious and purposeful. It is eternal and relevant to all generations and nations. Only through God can you obtain real truth and wisdom in this world. Be careful which type of wisdom you tap into. One leads to good choices, the other to bad ones. His wisdom goes beyond age, human experience and knowledge. Even in, in, even in his humanity... Jesus grew in wisdom, as we see in Luke 2, verse 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and man. The Holy Spirit helps us understand and apply God's wisdom. Look at the Exodus when God gave Moses clear and precise instructions on how to build a tent of meeting, the tabernacle, and everything used within it. Sorry, if I repeat myself there. Yep. Extra page, sorry. Let's go into the right one. 
Godly wisdom helps us to value what God truly values to help build and progress his kingdom. It's not about being perfect in God, but to have the key tools to help us progress in God's kingdom and presence. Jesus encourages us to follow his word to be wise. Matthew 7, verse 24 and 25. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. We need intentionality and determination to seek and live by wisdom. It helps us live a victorious life for Jesus. So what will hinder God do wisdom? Solomon says in Proverbs that to be wise in one's own eyes is foolishness. Socrates said the only true wisdom is in knowing that you know nothing. Proverbs 28 verse 26. Whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Pride and arrogance can hinder godly wisdom as we put more trust in our own abilities and knowledge than God's leadings. However, any rejection of God's will and ways will hinder godly wisdom from working through you. Sin and unrighteousness always separates us from God and his wisdom. That's why the Bible stresses for us to stay away from sin, so you can better hear and see God's wisdom in your situations and life. Colossians 2.8 warns against false teaching. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. Be careful what you allow to influence you or input to your knowledge as you will encounter false teachers and false wisdom. We need to focus on what God calls wisdom and I'd point you to 1 Timothy 6 and Ecclesiastes chapter 1, 2 and 3. Wisdom to do worldly things will bring less joy and reward than wisdom in godly things. God provides us with his light and life and the means to use and tap into it. Jesus warned us when we walked away from him, if we walk away from him, we substitute his great light and power for something inferior. And what little we do have and try to accumulate, we will lose. Why do we need to grow in godly wisdom? Solomon is noted as one of the key characters who reflected God's wisdom in the Bible and God did bless him with great wisdom. It is not the amount of knowledge you acquire that makes you wise. It's how you apply and use it which makes you wiser. Solomon's life and Proverbs show even if we are wise, we can also be very foolish. I think mankind has shown this in every generation since the beginning of time. And if we're honest, we would admit we can be the same. God, the wisdom must start from our hearts and work outward in everything we do. We need to quieten our hearts and spirit before God to effectively seek and hear his wisdom. Proverbs 23 verse 12. Apply your heart to instruction and your ear to words of knowledge. His wisdom provides us a discerning heart to distinguish right from wrong. And again I point you to 1 Kings 3 verse 9. But it also provides us the strength and courage to act upon that knowledge. It helps us to be to not be deceived by the enemy or our own desires to make the best decisions and choices for ourselves and those around us as God is always the starting point. As with everything God provides for us, we have a choice to receive and use it or ignore it. Choose wisely and your paths lead to more life in him. Choose incorrectly, the cost could be insurmountable. Choose wisely. 
Proverbs 2, verses 6 to 8. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the ways of his saints. Godly wisdom helps us gain knowledge and understanding, but it also provides guidance and protection for those who follow it. But to gain his wisdom, there is a cost to pay. By accepting his salvation, we have to give up worldly and unhelpful things to ensure we keep living in his wisdom. Walking in his wisdom keeps our words, thoughts and actions in check as it speaks to and through our hearts. It helps us to be watchful of what we allow to influence our lives and shows us the things to do and the things to avoid to live a life for God. James 3 verse 10. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. This is James talking to the church. Godly wisdom helps us match our words with our actions. James reflects that our mouths and words can provide blessing or cursing. But we must remember as Jesus taught, what comes out of us originates from our thinking and the desires in our hearts. For those of us who know about computers, they have an input, a process, and then an output. In human terms, the input is your senses, eyes, ears, touch. And the process is your desires and thoughts in your heart and the mind. And the output is the actions you will take on these via speech or physical actions. We should use godly wisdom at all three of these stages, at input, so that we hear clearly and filter what we need to receive, at process, so we use the wisdom, knowledge and grace we have received through God to then make the right decision to then take the appropriate action. I'll give you an example. June's asked me for a cup of water while I'm watching a crucial Liverpool match. I know, tricky. So the input is, I receive her request. The process is, I could pretend I didn't hear her. I could do it. Or I could faint, fake a faint, and keep one eye open. The output is, and what do you think the output is? I pause the TV, I get the water, and I come back to my football match. That's wisdom. Amen? God can always provide an alternative if we keep in step with him. Seek and ask God for his wisdom. He's always happy to provide it to us. And we are so much happier and better for it. Pastor David has previously used this computer phrase, Geigo. Garbage in, garbage out. I want to put a Christian spin on it for believers. Grace in, grace out. Amen? Amen. Only through God's grace and wisdom can we overcome in this world and work against worldly wisdom and motives. Romans 12 verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. We must allow God's wisdom through the Holy Spirit to renew our minds so we may see God's will and perspective in our situations. It is ultimate and we only become wiser when we accept his wisdom to guide us. His wisdom is priceless and precious, one of God's numerous gifts to us. 
Nothing in this world can compare to it. We are blessed and favoured by God when we keep his wisdom in our hearts and our lives. Some qualities of godly wisdom shown in James chapter 3, verses 13 to 18. His wisdom is honourable, humble, selfless, pure, peace-loving, gentle, merciful, impartial and sincere. We never stop learning godly wisdom as it leads to maturity in God. It is to be shared and not to be kept to ourselves. God always loves to share his wisdom, to see his people live by it, and for us to share it to benefit others. I encourage you to read right through Proverbs if you have time. And if this book covers a wide range of topics for living well in God's presence, comparing wise and foolish actions. And if you don't have time for that, just focus on chapter 3, Proverbs 3. Godly wisdom characteristics contrasted with foolish ways. Wisdom is not foolishness. Insight is not ignorance. Being careful, cautious or prudent is not recklessness. Understanding is not indifference and truth will never be a lie. His wisdom is underpinned by a fear of the Lord, obedience and reverence to the only almighty God who knows, sees and created all things. It directs us into doing what is right, fair and just for ourselves and those around us. We must seek God's wisdom every day to ensure he influences all our decisions and and choices. It is the only way. Everything else leads to folly and destruction. Jesus is the wisdom of God and he helps us discern God's will and the times we live in. Godly wisdom requires a lifetime walk and commitment towards and in God. It is found in knowing God and following his ways. So to conclude... Godly wisdom is reflected in and through Jesus. It teaches us to live wisely towards God, develops a healthier fear of the Lord, helps us live a right and just life before God and men, develops a stronger relationship with God and his people. It does not guarantee a problem-free life, but does guarantee God's will in your plans and your decisions. It develops a deeper faith and trust in God, helps us grow in God and in life, and helps us endure in troubled times. Godly wisdom brings change for the kingdom and change for the world. So we need to breathe it, digest it, live it for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we do praise you for your godly wisdom. As we saw in the scriptures, your wisdom was sent through Jesus. He was the great wisdom that spoke to Abraham. He was the great wisdom that came and died and rose again. He's the great wisdom that still lives in us through the Holy Spirit. Lord, let us know your wisdom. Let us know you, the source of all wisdom, so that we may apply it and live to your glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen.